welcome to The Feast Life, where we empower you, the modern homeschool mom, to create a life and homeschool you love. One founded on faith, family, freedom, and fun. I'm your host, Julie Ross, creator of the award-winning homeschool curriculum, A Gentle Feast, and a certified Christian life coach. For more information on today's episode and to access my free gift for you, check out thefeastlife.me. Charlotte Mason once said, life should be all living, not a mere tedious passing of time. So on this show, we seek to savor the feast of life. Girl, grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. You are welcome at this table. Welcome back to The Feast Life. I'm your host, Julie Ross, and today I'm going to be talking about three ways that we commonly waste time that you may not even realize. Oftentimes I hear from people, oh, homeschooling is so hard because I just never have enough time to do all the other things, all the household things, all the family management things, and let alone find time for the things that I want to do to take care of myself or to grow myself or my interests. Oftentimes, though, the issue isn't that we don't have enough time. It's that we are doing particular behaviors that actually waste time and we don't utilize the time we have in the best way. So today I'm going to talk about three ways that you may waste time without even realizing it. So the first one is how you think about time. Oftentimes I hear people say, Oh, I'm the queen of overwhelm. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so busy. I'm so exhausted. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. I used to answer that question all the time. How are you doing? I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I said those things all the time. Can you relate? And then I realized with what I learned in my life coaching that what we're talking about here was by me continually saying that I was so overwhelmed that I didn't have enough time was just reinforcing that belief in my brain. I was making it easier for my brain to become overwhelmed and busy. And I was creating a result I didn't want in my life, which was actually more overwhelmed and busy. Let me give you an example here. So if you say, oh, I feel so overwhelmed or oh, I'm so busy or I'm exhausted, how does that make you feel? Well, sometimes that makes me feel really stressed out. (laughs) That makes me feel so anxious, right? When I think about how short I am on time and all the things I have to do. And when I get really anxious, I can do a couple things. One, I can feel the need to control, to micromanage, to get snippy with people who are wasting my time, to be snippy with my family and want everything just to go the way I want so we can get it done because we don't have enough time around here. I don't really show up the way I want in those moments. I can be very controlling, not very kind or patient. Another thing that happens to me when I feel really anxious about time and all the things I have to do is I can become like a deer in the headlights. I become so overwhelmed with all the things on my plate and I'm thinking about all those things and I'm feeling that I don't have enough time and all that stress and anxiety makes me freeze and I actually can't focus on the things that I'm trying to do. It makes it harder 
to get things done in the time that I have because the thoughts that I'm thinking are causing me to feel so anxious and stressed. Sometimes too, when I feel overwhelmed and too busy, I just wanna escape. Like I just wanna go in my room and pull up the covers and take a nap, which actually makes me have less time in my day. So I've learned to stop saying, I'm so overwhelmed or I'm so busy. Now I say things like, well, I have a lot on my plate or I'm working through a lot of different things right now. I have been practicing some thoughts like this. I always have enough time in my day to accomplish everything I need to. I already have the time to get this done. Time is just time. As time comes into our day and our schedule, what I really need was to practice my thoughts around it. Just listening to me say those things and think about how you feel. I always have enough time in my day to accomplish what I need. I already have the time to get this done. Anytime I really need to get something done, pockets of time will appear. How do you feel when I say thoughts like that? Do you feel frazzled, anxious, stressed, overwhelmed? I don't know about you, but when I think those thoughts, I feel calm, I feel patient. I trust that everything is going to get done in the right amount of time. Those are thoughts of abundance, that we always have enough time. I don't know how, but it's going to work out. I always have enough time to get the things done that I need to. When I say things like that, again, I feel relaxed, I feel confident, I feel calm. What happens is I show up differently. Instead of showing up and feeling anxious and overwhelmed from the minute I wake up in the morning, where I just wanna shut down and I don't wanna do anything and the work just keeps piling up, when I feel calm and confident, I actually get the things accomplished that I want to. If I'm continually telling myself I don't have enough time, then I'm not going to have enough time because I'm going to feel overwhelmed and I may shut down or I'm gonna feel anxious and then I'll feel out of control and I can't focus. I want to show up in my day from a place of faith and abundance that there is enough time to get everything done that needs to today. And I have seen evidence of how this works in my life time and time again. See, our brains find evidence to support the beliefs that we have. So if I'm continually telling myself that I don't have enough time, I'm too overwhelmed, I'm too busy, I'm going to find lots of examples in my day to prove that. But if I believe there's always enough time to get things done and that pockets of time appear, I can show up in my day differently. I can show up calm and confident. I often get asked how I do all the things that I do, write my own curriculum and have my own podcast. And I honestly can just say that sometimes I feel like God just lets the sun stand still. He gives me an amazing ability to focus and all this stuff just kind of happens. And I really have no idea. I can honestly tell you sometimes I have no idea how I was able to accomplish the things that I have. But I think it comes down to this faith and trust that I'm going to have the time to get it done, which changes the way I show up. Just the other day, I had a lot going on and we got stuck in a two and a half hour traffic jam. I started to feel the stress and anxiety come up of how I wasn't gonna have enough time to get everything done I needed to. But I was like, okay, I have a choice. I can get overwhelmed and anxious and upset by this, or I can practice my new thoughts. So I kept telling myself that everything will fall into place and I will have the time to do the things that I need to do in a different time. 
Yes, it was extremely inconvenient to be in the accident, but I was able to show up back home in a calm state and was actually able to get some few things crossed off my list. Another way that we often waste our time is through indecision. Our brains can get stuck in these loops on decisions and we feel like we have to make the right decision. As homeschool moms, you know what that's like. We are constantly having to make decisions. Should I buy this curriculum or that curriculum? Should we sign up for this co-op or do this class? Should we do soccer or should we do football? And the decisions go on and on. And the more we think about them, the more that we reinforce the mental pathways and then the more we start thinking about them. Then we can get into cycles where we feel stuck and we don't even realize how much time we're actually wasting just thinking about the decision over and over again. My coach told me when you have two choices, you have a dilemma. There are always more than two options. It's not this or that. Let your brain be creative and think about other possibilities. So it really isn't, do I sign Timmy up for soccer or football? Do I sign up for that class or this class at co-op? There are always more choices than that. When we put ourselves in a dilemma, we tend to overthink and overanalyze and we can get stuck over what is and get into what I call analysis paralysis, where we're just frozen and can't even make a decision because we can't stop analyzing it. And in doing so, we are wasting so much time. So I encourage you, if you have something you're trying to make a decision about, set time on your calendar to think about that decision. And when thoughts come up or you start to worry or you start to feel anxious about the decision, stop your brain and say, no, I am going to think about this Friday at three o'clock. And when Friday at three o'clock comes around, set your timer and give yourself 30 minutes to do a brain dump and just write everything that comes into your head around that decision. When you are able to stop your brain from getting stuck into thinking about a decision over and over again, you're able to focus more on the present and what you're doing right now. And when you can focus more on the present, you're actually able to get more done in a shorter period of time. Oftentimes we just need to make a decision. Like I said, so often we think that there's a right decision and a wrong decision, but most of the time that's really not true. It's not like there's this one or that one, that one's right and one's wrong, because that can create a lot of stress. If I don't choose the right decision, you know, let's say I put Timmy in football and he was really supposed to play soccer and his whole life will be ruined if I don't figure out this one decision. Man, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Or what if I don't sign up for that co-op? Then I'm going to have to wait a whole year before we can sign up for another one. And we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decision. And most of the time, there really isn't a right or wrong decision. So we can take the pressure off. Either decision that I'm going to make is beneficial for my family. If you decide you take a year and Jimmy doesn't actually like soccer, well, maybe I can find some winter football league or an indoor football class instead. There are always more than one option. You know, maybe Jimmy doesn't even like either of those choices and he wants to actually take ice skating. You don't know until you actually make a decision. And the quicker you learn to make decisions and then realize, oh dear, well, I'm not actually liking this decision, and you learn to make another one, the easier it will be for you to trust yourself and have confidence in your decision-making ability. What it really comes down to is we get in these indecision ruts because we feel so much pressure to make the right decision and we don't trust our own judgment. But when you start taking action and you start making decision, it actually builds your confidence. And then you go, 
oh, well, yeah, I don't feel so much pressure now to make the right decision because I remember two years ago we tried that one thing and I realized really soon, oh, that wasn't going to work. So we backtracked and we decided something else. And you know what? It was a really great experience. You don't have to get it 100% correct all the time. Take an action, take another action, learn and grow. Don't let yourself waste time spinning in indecision cycles. Today's episode is brought to you by A Gentle Feast. A Gentle Feast offers a complete living books curriculum, an award-winning early reading program, and more tools to equip you to apply Charlotte Mason's timeless philosophy into your modern homeschool. Go to agentlefeast.com to check it out. Smooth and easy days are closer than you think. Another way that we waste time is that we don't actually plan out the time that we have. We all have the same 24 hours in our day, but the way that we view time, the way that we plan for our time and plan our calendars really does make a huge difference in the amount of time that we have to accomplish the things we truly want. And that's the goal here. Our days will be dictated by other people in the tyranny of the urgent if we're not purposeful and intentional about what we want to create in our lives. So we need to be purposeful with our time. You can always make more money, but you can't make more time. We're all allotted a certain amount of time and we need to be good stewards of it and make sure we're using our time wisely. But oftentimes we feel like we don't have enough time or we say that we don't have enough time because we're busy doing a lot of things that really don't matter that much. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing a game of whack-a-mole. Have you ever seen that game in the arcade? You have a mallet and there's these little moles that pop up out of the machine and you have to whack them as they pop up. It's a really fun game, especially if you have some anger that you need to get out. But sometimes I feel like my day is a constant game of whack-a-mole. There's this thing that comes up and then there's this thing that comes up. Oh, and now there's this thing. During the day, I get so frustrated with the people in my life that I'm caring for because I feel like I'm constantly being interrupted from the things that I actually want to do, the things that are in line with my values and priorities. I've heard it said that you could tell someone's values by looking at their checkbook and looking at their calendar. How you're spending your money, is it in line with your values and what kind of things you want to create in your life? Is your calendar showing the same thing? Or is your calendar just kind of empty and flown to the wind with all different kinds of things that come up throughout your day? If we have certain things that we want to do in our life, we have to be intentional about creating time for them. You know, I never just wander around my house going, wow, I have an extra 30 minutes. I wonder what I should do. Oh, I wish something would just pop in my head right now because I have all this extra time. That never happens. If I do find myself with some time in between different things, what do I do? Well, honestly, I tend not to spend my time very wisely. I'll scroll on social media or watch TV or piddle around the house. Sometimes I just walk around and pick up little things that I'm not being intentional. What happens is we get to the end of our day or the end of our week or the end of the year. And it's like, well, I never really got around to doing the things I actually wanted to do. And the reason is not that we don't have enough time. It's because we weren't intentional about planning the time that we did have. The average American spends four hours a day watching TV and an hour and a half on social media. That's five and a half hours a day. When we think about it like that, what could you do in five and a half hours of extra time? Man, I could write a book or learn a new skill like playing guitar or learn a new language. There's a million things I could think of to do in five and a half hours. Now, it's not that 
watching TV or going on social media is horrible. I mean, we all need to relax, right? But it's about doing it in moderation and actually planning for those things and not just doing it because you're bored and you don't have a plan for your day. We need to do things in our life that don't make us feel worse afterwards. We need to plan times in our lives for the things that will make us feel better. I talk to moms all the time about the importance of feeding your own heart, soul, and mind. That might look different for each person. For me, reading is really important. It helps grow my mind and it gives me things to think about. Being in nature is so healing. And I have to schedule these walks outside several days a week because I know they are so vital to me. Having a spiritual practice every day is also very important. So that's become part of my morning routine. And at this point, it's just automatic. It's like a non-negotiable. It just happens, just like brushing my teeth. So it's important, and it's not like you are ever going to be this machine. You don't have to schedule every second of your day, but you do have to make sure you're putting on your calendar the things that are most important to you. And one of those things should be self-care. Oftentimes that gets pushed to the wayside. Oh, I'll take care of myself when I have some more time. <laughs> or I'll take care of myself after school's over. I'll take care of myself after the kids go to bed. You're not going to ever get just extra time. In order to be the best mom that you were created to be, you have to take care of your physical body, your mental health, and your spiritual life. Where in your schedule, if I went and looked at your calendar right now, where would that be happening? If it's just going to kind of happen whenever maybe probably you might sometimes get around to it, girl, it is not going to happen. And we fill our day with other distractions, and then we'll fill our extra time up with social media and TV, eating food, whatever. We need to be intentional about how we schedule our time. So at the beginning of the year, I start planning my time and say, okay, what are some things that are non-negotiable for me this year? If I want to go on a field trip to such and such place, if we're going to take a nature hike, where on the calendar is that? Research, like where are you actually going to go? Do you need to schedule this? What kind of things do you need to bring there? What do you need to book? Oftentimes, if I book something and I pay for it, it's going to happen. That's why I do it several months out. Then it becomes a non-negotiable for me. It's on the calendar. I pay for it. It's booked. No matter what happens, we are going to make this. Otherwise, those priorities and those visions and those goals we have for our life, they're really just a wish. It's when you actually schedule it that it becomes doable. Sometimes people worry that if I'm too scheduled, I can't be spontaneous. Or I hear people say, oh, I'm just one of those go with the flow kind of people. Or my life is too full and my kids, we have so much going on that if I book something ahead of time, I'm worried it's just not gonna happen. So then you just wait to the last minute. And I think we come up with those kind of excuses for being intentional. Because yes, if we plan something, there might be something that comes up and we won't be able to do it and we'll have to reschedule it. But at least we've made it a priority. And now there's actual greater chance that it will happen. If I wait to the last minute, there's a very high probability that it will not happen. So I plan out my year, filling in big, fun, priority things at least once a month. I plan then each week out on Sunday. I do this for school, and I'll put a link in the show notes to a video where I show you how I planned out my lessons for the week for my five kids in 30 minutes on a Sunday. 
I also plan out the rest of my day too. So oftentimes as homeschool moms, we can just focus on planning the hours that we're actually doing school and we don't have a plan for our mornings or our afternoons or evenings and we get sucked into these time wasters. So plan for the rest of your day as well. What are you doing in the morning before the kids get up? What are you doing to shut down your school day? What are you doing for your evening routines and those kind of things? I add my priorities to my calendar first and then I add in other tasks to the empty time slots. Sticking to a plan helps me stay focused while still leaving room for spontaneous changes. People often say, I'm not a planner, but sometimes that's just an excuse not to even try. We are worried that we'll fail. We're worried that we won't be consistent. Having a plan for your time doesn't mean you're a slave to schedule. It just means you will have a greater likelihood of getting the things done each week that are important to you. If we wait around for an opportunity to do some of the things that we really want to do, like time is just gonna fall into our laps, it's just not gonna happen. And then we end up getting frustrated and resentful with either the people in our lives or the circumstances in our lives that we feel are keeping us from doing the things that we actually really want to do. So in conclusion, we learned about three different ways that we often waste time. The first one is our negative thoughts around time that are actually causing us a lot of stress and anxiety and making it so it's harder for us to focus. Another way that we waste time is being stuck in indecision and thinking about decisions over and over again instead of just moving forward. And then the third one is by not intentionally planning out our priorities and putting them on our calendar. I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time, remember, life is a feast. Let's savor it. Hey there, Julie Ross here. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like this show, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a positive review in iTunes. This really does help people learn about the podcast. And each month, I will pick a winner to receive a free gift. Don't forget to check out all the free resources we created for you at thefeastlife.me. Thank you.